Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Cole. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Hey. What's good, everybody listening? Oh, yeah. Uh, Edgelord Big News Brian big news. is not with us today. Uh, he's apparently too busy for us now. <laughs> but uh, he sends his love. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited. We're, we're back. It's Manga Monday on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> very excited. Um, we got a, we got a little handful of fun stuff to talk about, but you know, let's get uh, the plugs out of the way first. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven, and that's on Instagram as well. And you can hit me up on Twitter at NYChilling with an E N at the end, not ing. Oh. Yeah, um, you can find Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he also has a Twitch channel. Uh, follow him there at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. He does gaming stuff. Uh, help our boy game. Uh, very, very important. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week uh, poll every week whenever the uh, on Sundays when the manga usually comes out. So you get to vote on your favorite chapter of the week and uh, we'll announce the winner on this week's episode. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Or you can comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for every series. Uh, and while you're at it, why don't you hit that subscribe button uh, and like button and all of the buttons. Share it with your friends. Uh, all that stuff. Let's get this community brewing. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, we are also, of course, on uh, all audio podcast platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are on there. So check us out. And I believe that's it. Uh, without uh, further ado, spoiler alerts ahead. Let's get the show started. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 333, Spectre. Uh, last we left off, uh, a Star and Stripe just delivered a nuclear punch directly onto uh, Shigaraki, or all for one in this case. We call him Shigaraki just because it's, it's, I just get confused <laughs> with the all for ones and one for alls. It's uh, both of them. Yeah, he's both of them at the same time. Uh, and it looks like uh, because Star and Stripe hesitated to put the clap on Shigaraki while he was on uh, her homeboy's jet, uh, Shigaraki took the opportunity to just lunge up and do his hand disintegration thing directly on her face. Uh, and we opened this chapter with uh, Shigaraki thinking to himself, what set me on edge like nothing else was the thought of new order and all f and one for all colluding. I had to put a stop to that shit. <laughs> uh, he basically... He definitely did. Yeah. Uh, he basically put a stop to the safety commission so that like the inevitable uh, convergence of foreign heroes uh, took place on Japan, just so he could like have this time to steal the perfect body and uh, accumulate all the power that he could for his designs. Uh, and he's finally got Star and Stripe, and he uh, yells out that uh, placing this incomplete body on the front line was a gamble I was forced to make, but I've won the role, this roll of the dice, USA. He's talking to all of us, every American. <laughs> He's like talking major shit. Um, and uh, as uh, as the disintegration is happening, um, Star and Stripe tries to like create a new rule on herself. Kathleen Bates won't decay, um, but unfortunately, it's too late. Uh, Shigaraki has already stolen the quirk. Uh, the second like she basic he basically touched her. Um, it's pretty bad. Um, so he uh, try Shigaraki tries to make a new rule. He says the air is, and then all of a sudden, all you see is uh, Star and Stripe just standing before the Shigaraki all for one uh, 
amalgamation. And he just starts to pop on the outside, uh, kind of similar to like what Mahito did. <laughs> Didn't Mahito do something like this when he was just like getting fucked up by Itadori? Uh, I remember him just like popping and shit. Anyway, it's not important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just starts exploding left and right. Uh, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Um, and uh, one of the pilots kind of puts it together. He's like, wait, you know, you think that maybe star and then we find out that before she was touched by shigaraki's star and stripe made a new rule against the new or with the new order quirk itself that the new order quirk will revolt against other quirks uh shit yeah so basically she sent in this fucking time bomb into shigaraki and now the uh new order quirk is like taking out all of the other quirks that all for one has accumulated over his time. Um, we actually see that and it's kind of confirmed that like when she, when her, the new order quirk destroys quirks from inside of Shigaraki, they're gone from all for one for good. Uh, we get a little bit of a interior like monologue from him, uh, from star and stripe talking about how like, you know what? Stopping this global menace in exchange for just my life, it's a small price to pay. Um, man, oh, she's thanks. A, I mean, she's a real one, to be fair. This is uh, pretty effective. Um, so Shigaraki is kind of panicking right now because he's like, fuck, the backlash against my other quirks. It's like a cannibalistic invader. This is dire. Um, and all for one can't... Uh, can't really get rid of quirks he has to in order to like free a quirk from his body he has to give it to someone in particular so you know he he thinks about going over to one of the jets and forcing the quirk on them but they're just like unrelentingly shooting lasers at him trying to disintegrate him while he's also getting torn apart from the inside uh by star and stripe um and uh, Star and Stripe gives her final words as she's like, because you saved me back then, I got to indulge in this lovely dream of mine. And as she disintegrates this panel where she's saluting her boys as she passes away, she says, All Might, this is me returning the favor. And uh, All for One yells out one last time to her, Damn you, Spectre of All Might! And the chapter ends as the lasers converge on Shigaraki. But we do see that the flying Nomu is back. And I guess trying to make a quick grab for him. And that's yeah. where the chapter ends. This was actually a short chapter. 16 pages uh, all in all. Um, I I really like this chapter. I'm going to give it my RGC. Um, it This is also Brian's RGC. Um, and it's also mine. Yo! All right. Yeah. So this is our first official unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad we were able to do it organically. This was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's like sucks that Brian wasn't here to take part in that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it was between this and another series. I'm not to go with this. It's been, <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying. It's, it's been really fun, this fight. Uh, I like the twists and turns. I thought that was really slick. How she she knew she was gonna lose her quirk, so she getting gave it this like condition. I don't know. Maybe it could have been a little bit better. Maybe she could have said like uh, my quirk kills its user. I don't know. Like it rips the matter apart. Uh, get, I don't know. Rips the matter apart within its holder. Yeah. Right. It was. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, I would. It's I would, clever though. Yeah. I mean, like when you have a power like this and it's so open ended and you can pretty much do almost anything. You, I feel like you know there's gonna be room for scrutiny, but it is what it is. But yeah. it was. 
there was a smart way. I wonder what other quirks he's going to lose aside from the uh, reflect. Yeah, um, I think it's a uh, really interesting what what was done here. I I feel like uh, we underestimated Horikoshi with this particular arc, this like small battle. Uh, like for the fir- for the yeah. last few weeks, we were just like Starstripe's going to get her power absorbed, raising the stakes, blah blah blah. Because we've seen that type of shit happen so much in manga, you know, like the typical like the the villain only gets stronger, you know, he just like gets a new ability, the final villain, and uh, yeah, becomes more insurmountable. And it's it's interesting to see that Horikoshi has elected to do kind of the opposite in nerfing Shigaraki a little bit. Uh, taking him the other way around. Uh, and I think uh, we were all always just so bummed to see Star and Stripe go early. We all knew that she was gone. She was a goner. We knew. You, you called it out, and you have that, that, that luxury, uh, uh, you know, like that reward, but, you know, I think we all... Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I'm not happy to be right about it. Star and Stripe turned out to be a great character, uh, and I think, like, it goes to show that we we probably weren't looking at it in a positive light I, because that's, you know, in terms of purpose of character, uh, I think Horikoshi accomplished exactly what he wanted to with uh, Star and Stripe and kind of yeah. making... And I think I uh, I respect the, the skill it takes to endear us to such a character within like five, six chapters. Uh, to uh, For a character that was basically a power in a body, you know? That yeah. that basically now has this kind of personality and this uh, reverence with her with her Nakama on the other side. Uh, this was a great battle. One of the, I, I would say it's one of the better battles in like modern shonen, like that I've seen recently. Just because it was so fun and creative, and you could see that he's like doing these bombastic shit with his art. I really respect it. Uh, I had a good this time. Definitely in my top five is favorite battle as well. Yeah, at least in like the the I guess uh, the new gen oh, of oh, my hero academia specifically. Specifically for my hero academia, it is for sure a like top five battle. Yeah, but I think like new right, gen right under the uh, Endeavor Normal fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying like new gen post Bleach and Naruto fight. Uh, oh. Oh, absolutely, yeah. man! I can't even think of anything else that yeah that like, similar. Maybe Chainsaw Man, something in Chainsaw yeah, Man. Yeah, something in Chainsaw Man definitely takes that. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen has multiple like just great new gen battle sequences. Um, but oh, but this was just incredible, and it, it wasn't super deep and super calculated. And it was, just, but it was still good writing. You know, not everything has to be a complete chess match. Yeah. It was, you know, like, Bleach was a little bit like this, where it was just about, you know, here's my power, and how can I counter it, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, figure something out on the spot. It's This is a, a, a more intricate version of that. So it, it's, it's just, this, this fight has, has had a really nice balance of it. Yeah. And I guess I could say that's the case most of the time in the series anyway. Yeah. It was great um, characterization, too, and it was a great, like... It was a great swerve because I would never have expected that like all for one. This is like the first time that we've truly seen that man stressed. <laughs> like all for one being like, man, fuck you. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, he <laughs> it's 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 interesting because, you know, when she when she pulled up. You know, we immediately we immediately understood, OK, this is female all night. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it got a little deeper than that. You, you know, so as All Might's disciple, I feel like she did what she felt like she was supposed to do, and she did all she could mm-hmm. to stop what was an immediate threat. You know, so those virtuous parts of her character were still there, but she's still distinct enough. And where like maybe All Might would have clapped that that plane and felt regret about it for the rest of her, his life. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, depend on uh, depending on the circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and obviously her work is different too. Yeah, um, I just thought that was a uh, an example of how how good the writing was, well, with this character. Like how you said, like that was part of the reason I feel like she was she hooked us so so quickly. 
we already like all night, you know, so it's, it, and um, she had on a little flair. Yeah. And there's no guarantee, like, had she clapped that plane, Shigaraki wouldn't just healed because he took, like, a smite laser <laughs> and multiple nukes to the face, basically, and was fine. So I think, in theory, this is, like, a little better because now, even if, like, she skipped out. Well, he didn't take the nuke punch, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he didn't take the nuke punch. You're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's no guarantee that he would have died right there because he was That's fair. So yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know you how. You could argue that in her mind, it was just like, I'm not killing my bro for a maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and this is like, I guess if you're going to impact the story, this is a good way to do it and have that character death that kind of means something. Even, that takes a lot of skill like a car- to make us be like damn she's she's gone not just because her power is so cool but like she's cool <laughs> she, uh, no yeah d- definitely I would have loved having her around even without her work yeah it's like uh, she got like sugar awful one sugar uh, awful one. <laughs> one is his name now uh, but yeah yeah sugar. it's like sugar all for one said it's uh Yo, I was so scared of her linking up with Deku that I had to stop this shit right now. Immediately, like, that little boy. <laughs> Not in this part. This boy. Uh, but yeah, fantastic chapter. Um, probably the the best like My Hero Academia chapter in a, in a long while. I mean, I think we've said that once, like a couple weeks ago, maybe. But this was pretty cool. This little arc. Um. That's all I got to say about it. Do you want to move onward? Let's go. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 165. uh, Tokyo number one colony part five. Um, We open up with your boy Higuruma. (laughs) Just getting ready to strike with his hammer. Uh, we we learn a little bit about like his history in law. He was a basically a genius in law but uh you know what really stands out to him as the battle continues onward one of my favorite panels of this chapter is that as he's like swinging his gavel trying to get to itadori there's one pan uh panel where he's like yeah (laughs) i was trying to think of something to relate that to like a reference but i couldn't think of anything yeah i i i'd like to see that animated because it's just him doing like uh it's really cool he can even do it like a scorpion it feels like scorpion from world trigger where he can bend the handle and stuff so it can reach like yo he belly. definitely gave him yeah he hit him with the <laughs> he's like he, he hit him with the curve yeah he hit it he hit him with the yumakuga real fast uh or originally yeah. kage the what oh yeah kage used to do that <laughs> Yeah, that Damn. was his move originally. Damn, big rank wars were so fucking cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but in any case, we learned how actually Higuruma started to master his, uh, his curse technique. Uh, apparently he worked backwards from what sorcerers usually do. Uh, he he analyzed the curse technique that came by default with his domain. So I guess it implies that he got his domain first and then worked backwards from there. Because usually it's the other way around. You get like your technique, and then you can move up to getting a domain. Um, I guess this talent was that innate. 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 Uh, innate. <laughs> innate. innate. Uh, so yeah, he basically went from domain to the basis of uh, barrier techniques, and then he worked from bar- barrier techniques to just an instinctive uh, grasp of his reinforcement techniques. Uh, derived from his cursed energy control and then within 12 days he reached a level comparable to a grade one sorcerer uh i don't remember who would be a good comparison because i don't remember who was a grade one sorcerer maybe nanami grade one sorcerers are like the top notch before they get into special grade yeah uh damn i wish brian were here i was like google a a sorcerer so i can uh like a grade one sorcerer so i can like get a comper uh comparison going I'd like to think like Nanami was one, but I don't know. Um, so uh, 
Higuruma asks Itadori, "Is like, can't you use your cursed energy?" Uh, he's like, and Itadori is like, "Yeah, thanks to you." And apparently, the penalty of confiscation that uh, Itadori received temporarily makes it impossible to use cursed techniques. But since Itadori does not have one, uh, it basically just switched it to cursed energy in general. Um, and <laughs> so Higuruma's like, "He's doing all this shit without cursed energy. I don't, I don't like it at all." Um, geez, yeah. Geez. I was like, who, who the fuck is this guy? Oh my god, this guy is Jack. Cursed the womb kid. Yeah. He's like, this kid, he his kid's fucking jacked. I can't stand this. My magic's not going to work against like P90X kid. Um, he lifts weights. Yeah, he does push up. He does more push ups than Asta, debatably. Um. So he he elongates the handle of his hammer. Uh, does this cool pose and is like, I'll crush him with all my might, because he start he elects basically not to underestimate Itadori. He's like, I gotta put a stop to this right now. I'm not your typical manga villain who will just play around. He is a genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, more more fight panels. It's really cool. Uh, the battle is dope. Uh, Itadori. He he even like maximizes his hammer like Amy from Sonic the Hedgehog. And just oh yeah, <laughs> uh, like or, King Dedede, or, 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 or the Walker kid from The Gray Man. Yeah, yeah, I forget that kid's name. L- Levy, I think his name is right. Oh, yes, Levy Walker. No, he's not a Walker. Alan Walker's oh. main character. Go get your shit together. Get it together. Yeah, we definitely Levy though. <laughs> yeah, he smashes down with his King Dedede hammer, uh, and each door. <laughs> Itadori eats that shit. He's like, whoa. Yeah, uh, he does not lose his stock to that. Yeah, not at all. Unlike you. He didn't spike him, is what I would say. Uh, <laughs> uh, Higuruma is still like, Jesus Christ. It's like fighting. I'm fighting an unbreakable doll. Uh, meanwhile, Itadori is down there. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. I, how long can I last? Uh, he's so powerful, but that means there must be some compensatory weakness, right? And he starts thinking and thinking, and Itadori comes up with an idea. Uh, he yells out, Higuruma, I want a retrial. So you guys called it. Uh, good for you guys. You and Brian both said that like he would just be able to call a retrial. Oh, Toto it was a great one, Solskjaer, by the way. Oh, so he's comparable to Toto. Jeez. Yeah, damn. <laughs> that's a pretty big deal, man. Kanto Nanami, Atsuya Kusakabe. Oh, your favorite guy. Kusakabe? Uh, yeah. And uh, then also my favorite. How's he my favorite Masamichi guy? Yaga. Oh, Yaga? Yo, the Masamichi gang. Yeah, they... I don't know who Mai Mai is. Mei Mei? Mei Mei. The girl, like, with the braid? Oh, the the... The one the, with the weird the, relationship. The one that doesn't follow rules. Yeah, the one who owns a cursed spirit. She only loves money. And she has a weird relationship with her little brother. That's weird. Anyway. I know what I didn't hear that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty weird. Yeah, she is weird. Anyway. So the domain instantly reappears after Itadori uh, demands a retrial. Um, and Itadori seems to have put together that the judge man was the one who declared his guilt so it, as long as he doesn't admit his guilt he can always request a re- retrial and the judge man right. can't refuse uh, I don't know if that's like a thing on um with uh, law in general or like you know j- law in Japan where if you're declared guilty but you didn't admit it you can just uh, ask for a retrial and have it done over again that's probably his specific rule because that's what he would like to be the case. Because hmm. in his case, that's his person. He didn't. He didn't plead guilty, and he still got locked up. So, you know, it just they couldn't find any evidence to show that he wasn't guilty or whatever. Very no. weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think like it's because, you know, it's clear. Like it's it's actually pretty clear. As long as Itadori does not necessarily admit guilt he can continuously uh declare retrials so you know that 
I guess that's cool. <laughs> that's a cool little weakness that he found out. Uh, immediately, Judgment decides to open old wounds and is like, <laughs> Yuji Itadori stands accused of mass murder in Shibuya on October 31st, 2018. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. The one thing <laughs> that I want—I technically did. I did on a technicality. Um, so, well. Hmm. Uh, define mass murder (laughs) and me and um, define Yuji Itadori and mass murder before I lit up my defense because in the other manga when he was somebody else it didn't count yeah so So, I don't read my hero academia yeah You just read law books? No, just law, just boring law books. With your suit on. Got That's it. it. Okay. Um, the one was it me. Yeah. No, I'm lying. He says yes. <laughs> yeah, JK. He says yeah. I did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw away the cheat. He ain't gonna bunny ears up. He ain't say, "Well, you know, nope." Just straight up, I did it. I think your Dory's a dickhead. <laughs> well, he is. Um, but because um, he, oh, she catches that. Why did she get so? <laughs> oh yeah, she got. Why this. did she get so angry? Yeah, she. Well, well, Itadori says, "Yeah, I did that. I'm not lying, and I won't deny it." And she gets so mad that she starts Uchiha crying blood or whatever this is. I don't even know if this is really blood or these little <laughs> tiny demons. Yeah, she's so angry. She opened through the stitches in her eyes and yells. Well, he yells, guilty, confiscation, death penalty. Uh, Fuck. Well, that's where the chapter ends as well. This is also a... Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's actually a longer chapter than usual. Anyway. Well, you think Yuji Itadori is going to die? No. (laughs) Surprisingly enough, I do not think he is going to die. Um, I think instead of an RGC poll for this week, you should put that up. Will Yuji Itadori die? Yes or no? I don't know what I'm going for. Yes. <laughs> for sure, 100%. <laughs> because I think there's times for them to focus on, like, uh, you know, he's lean. And he needs the attention. Who? He needs the work and development. Who? You cut out for a minute. Megumi. Oh, Megumi? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. What, what's this sarcasm about? No, I'm saying he needs the attention. He, he needs development. Hey, they can give it to both, dude. They can do, compartmentalize the development. It doesn't have he, to. They, he could do it to both, but I don't see how that would happen if Itadori dies. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to die. I'm going gonna, gonna to put myself on the limb. Out he, there. he admitted himself being guilty. That's true. And she did. Say, he did say his well, death penalty. The judge is going to be like, oh, you think this, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I closed the manga. Judge out. man. What's the judge? What's the what's the lawyer's name? Judge. Oh, Higuruma. Hey, yeah, you think Higuruma is gonna say, you know what? Don't give him the death penalty because he admitted <laughs> to killing over a hundred people. Uh, I wonder. <laughs> because you were honest about murdering those people. Yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen. What how he's gonna take it? Because obviously Itadori is not gonna die, uh, but. <laughs> I do wonder how he's going to get him out of this, whether how much he can actually control Judgment, because Higuruma tends to imply here and there that he doesn't have that much control over Judgment himself. So, what if all he has to do is just punch it in its fucking face? That I would it, it, stop, nigga. God, and it just says, "All right, <laughs> okay, first bucket, damn." <laughs> yeah, all he does is split. <laughs> all he does is stop. Shut up. Close your damn eyes again. Ew. You clean yourself up. You throw a napkin at him. Just clean yourself up. (laughs) Dude. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, So the best thing I could say about Jujutsu Kaisen this week is that, simply put, it wasn't as good as My Hero Academia. Yeah. um, But I did enjoy this. It It was a very close second in my book. It was very enjoyable. It was almost a RGC. Um very close um 
I'll say this. I think... Uh, I mean, all I really learned is that he knows how to swing a mallet, and he's a grade one sorcerer. Yeah. Well, it was mostly a battle action type chapter. I think what happens next is going to be interesting and to see like the limitations of a domain and what exactly happens. Because I think like the judgment said, like he says that the judgment knows everything about uh, the person who's on trial. So I wouldn't imagine that the judgment wouldn't know that Itadori has Sukuna within him. And that Sukuna technically did this, but not Itadori. It's very weird. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he got so upset because he lied. Maybe Higuruma is going to defend him against his own domain. That would be sick. <laughs> he is a lawyer. Yeah. And a genius lawyer. Uh, the best lawyer. <laughs> uh but, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, solid chapter all around. I did enjoy the battle aspect of it. Um, I, I like the fun mallet swinging around. That was fun to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was playing whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah, that's what, the, toes. that's what I was thinking. It was like, he was just like, Brrr! he was cheating at whack-a-mole when you like, if he took both hammers and was like. Bah, 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 bah. I don't know why, but I just imagine this like. I don't know if it was a game or like some show. Maybe it was a cartoon I was watching where like they, it was like a ton of nails lined up and the dude like ate something or drank something. And he was like, it was, yo, it was like an old cartoon, like Looney Tunes or something. Maybe Popeye. I don't know. But like the dude drank something, I ate something and like was like, like a machine, like bing, 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 like knocking them all in. I don't remember what it was from though. Yeah. That's my man. Damn. I wish I could understand that reference. Um, I wish I could too, bro. Damn. I could too. Well, in any case, let's move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, Chapter 313, Captain of the ba- Black Bulls. This should take... Alternate title. It's been a while. Uh, it's been Black a while. Book. The Black Book? Oh, yeah. This is yes. just... But with E's at the end of each word. What? With E's at the end of each word. Black with an E at the end, and book with an E at the end. Oh, you mean like old English? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. this should take like three minutes because a lot of this is kind of just a flashback to how Yami met everyone. Uh, we open to him as a kid. This is actually, we've seen like little visages of uh, of Yami's backstory, but I don't think we've ever really gone back. Um, but we see that he's in this ruined town uh, and everybody's like hating on his magic because uh, it's ghastly and repulsive. And I'm like, damn, dude, it's just darkness magic. Um, well, it's not like he's robbing you or nothing. Yeah. I feel like there's grosser magic out there. I feel like we've definitely seen like grosser magic come out of the Clover Kingdom. <laughs> it's right. Very weird. Um, but yeah, the first person to really freak out was, of course, the Wizard King, who's like fanboying. He's like, dark magic? I've never seen that before. Uh, we see him meet Noct and Morgan and uh, Jack, the purple orca dude, um, Silva. Uh, Fuego Leon. That's is not Silva. I don't know. But yeah, no, <laughs> Nozel. Nozel. Yeah, Nozel. There you go. Yeah, Fuego Leon. Mariliona. Guy in the glasses. Uh, <laughs> Who is Guy in the glasses? <laughs> I don't remember him at all. <laughs> he said, "Don't get too reckless." Yeah, he told him not to get too reckless. <laughs> but I don't know who this guy is. Um, magic hand. Come on, man. Yeah, there's Charlotte Sundaraying all over him. Um, <laughs> uh, William Vengeance. Um, and we cut to you know him having like a heart to heart with Morgan, um, and he talks about how Yami has a good eye for people and that he's very good at bringing people together, uh, you know, and that he think he would make a good brigade captain. And uh, we cut to, I guess, Morgan's grave uh, as him and Noct are just like there in the rain being very sad that he's gone. 
Um, and Yami declares that he's going to uh, make his own brigade. Uh, he figures that the others, uh, the other brigades will look after the decent types and the brilliant ones. So he's going to go after the ones that, the de- that Destiny didn't choose. The ones who got chained down, the lost ones, the ones with burned with crimes, the outcasts. And we get a nice two-page spread of him kind of coming across everybody. Uh, it's it's kind of sweet. Uh, yeah. Bringing the whole Black Bulls crew together. And um, we've as uh, he thinks about his past when he got like owned by Zeno. Uh, he goes, uh, the one who ended up finding a place to belong was actually me. Um, it's about the friends you make along the way. Um, and then we cut to Morg, uh, not Morg, Morris, who is like, dark magic, magnificent. We'll use your scary, gross quirk to bring back the second coming of Satan himself. <laughs> and um, the chapter ends with Yami actually coming too as the Black Bulls come to his rescue and all yell out, Yami! We also get a cool shot of Morris just knocked the flying fuck out. Uh, he looks like barbecue chicken. <laughs> Uh yeah, he doesn't it looks like he doesn't even have a nose anymore. It's like he he's cooked, bro. He looks like a cutlet. Yeah, he got hit by a burning like a building. Parmesan. <laughs> like he's a Parmesan scientist. He's a, <laughs> just sitting there like ah Um and Yami lets out a laugh. Like, Wahahaha, you people liked me that much? And then we get a two-page spread of the entire Black Bull saying, yes, sir, we love you. And then we get another two-page spread of Yami going, well, it's mutual, you idiots. <laughs> Bacas. Just a bunch of Bacas coming in. Uh, oh, but it gets better. Yeah, and then... Let's of course, all the way up there alone on the cliffside. Oh, it's knocked. Looking down like you're all extremely reckless, but you have my respect. <laughs> Uh, I bet they fucking do because what does yo ass do? Yeah, you came in hot talking all different types of shit to every single one of the Black Bulls. And you got you put minimal work in. Dude, you got raffle stomped so easy on your first battle. It had to take Magna to bail you out. You almost died in the first fucking level. Magna had to bail you. That's how bad you are, Knocked. You have multiple demons you could do union with. How is this possible? I don't get it. <laughs> but anyway, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, this was a 16-page pay, uh, chapter, eight of which was just the Black Bulls being like, friendship! Yes! <laughs> yeah! And look, I, I may, I'm having fun with it now. I want to preemptively say I didn't, I didn't hate this chapter. I actually thought the art on the last two-page spread with Yami looked really cool and nice and detailed. And barbecue chicken. <laughs> and barbecue chicken, of course, is always good to see. Professor Barbecue Chicken is always good to see uh, barbecued on the wall. Um, Lucifero is inside him now like, whoa. <laughs> I, I backed the wrong horse on this one. <laughs> so you got your shit fixed. Why can't I find someone who's decent? Like Zeno lasted longer. Why didn't I just take him? Uh, but yeah, I mean, no. all died. All of them failed. Yeah. Um. This went a long way for further establishing the uh, relationship Yami wanted to build with the Black Bulls. Uh, I feel like this is just a reiteration of shit we already knew. Um, it didn't really push the f- plot forward. Although I don't, I don't consider it a bad chapter at all. Um, it's it's meant to be an endearing chapter, and it's supposed to tug at your heartstrings and whatnot. And it did to a degree. Um, I will say that uh, I, I guess the one thing I can really appreciate in this chapter is how far Tabata has gone with his art. Because I'm really, I've really been enjoying his art style over the course of this arc. Uh, and he's really come to as an artist in his own right. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's not much to say about this chapter. Uh, it was solid. Not yeah, not a lot happened. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to stretch so I can like maybe find something to end um, this here, but I don't really know. What you were saying in the beginning about you know Yami's backstory, I just want to make a point that even though it was cool seeing like how he, you know, was introduced to a few of these characters, 
we still don't know that much about him, about the nature of his magic, about what it is. It's just darkness magic. That's it. Yeah. He just so happens to be able to help connect to, like, is he part of a tribe of people that used to do this or something like that? Or is all the people that could do Devil Union, you know, uh, 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 some kind of relative of, of his tribe, you know? Yeah, I, I think we'll learn a little bit more about it. If I had to put money on it, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I that. mean, th- we've we've seen constant hits hints at uh, Yami having a deeper past and his like where he because he's not from the Clover Kingdom. Uh, he's a foreigner. Yeah, so you know he comes. He basically from- came afloat from the Grease movie. <laughs> what? He's a high schooler from the Grease movie. <laughs> Maybe he's in middle school. He's a middle schooler. He's hanging out with all the guys, and you know he had his jacket and he's smoking the cigarettes and shit. Yeah, and singing the songs. Remember, it was at the beach, right? It was at a carnival, but it was like yeah, it was like Coney Island or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I mean, so, was- let's just say he ended up at the beach, got afloat, and ended up in this magical world. <laughs> found a book. Found the black book. The black book. The black book. The black yes, book. Yes, you gotta say it with the yes, the ease. Oh, the black book. I, I, yeah. Black book is particularly hard to say in a British accent because it's only it's one syllable words. Black book. <laughs> the ye old black book. <laughs> ye old, ye old black book. <laughs> and then he started doing his thing. He didn't give a fuck because he's a Greece kid. He was like, ah. <laughs> he's John Travolta from Greece. <laughs> His little brother or something. Because, you know, he he was there. He was too grown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we get a, a little bit of backstory for real, for real on Yami. I want to watch the end scene with all the leather jackets again and singing and stuff. <laughs> um, I want to see if it was a young guy. I'm going to find him. And I was Celeste Yami's superhero. Yeah. Shoo-wop-a-doop-dup-doop-wop-a-dooby-doop. I think that's the song. You want mm-hmm. whatever? Like, shooby doo 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 bop bop bop. It's been a while since I've You learned about Greece. that in film class? No. Weirdly enough, they didn't fucking show Grease. <laughs> Strangely a, it was enough, a, they didn't include the cinematic, cinematic masterpiece, masterpiece like, that is uh, Grease. Clockwork Orange, you know? So. <laughs> You're really bitter against Clockwork Orange in particular. It's pretty Dude, rough. That's the one I always hear. I'll I tell you what, that movie's that. really rough. I, uh, I would have recommended for the faint of art. It's pretty intense. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't love it for that Isn't reason. It drama in it? How intense no. could it be? What? It's really intense. It's not. It's not for the faint of heart. Don't watch it unless you're like prepared to see some dark shit because it's pretty dark. And I didn't love it for that reason. It's like, all right, we get it. <laughs> this movie's dark. Uh, I might watch it now. I'm well, a little intense. Well, Sounds like it's on the level of uh, No Country for Old Men. No. No, dude, this movie's rough. It's rougher. Cinematic, Oscar winning, all time great. No Country for Old Men. That movie And great. Black Over was pretty cool this See, week. you know what? I don't even know if you really genuinely don't like No Country for Old Men or you do. I, no, I, I'm just bitter because I wish I'm, I could have enjoyed the movie, but I watched too many YouTube videos about it. Mm. So it's older. <laughs> missed it i wasn't a part of you it you watch one too many videos of somebody saying something was good before you can <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> <You're> so... <laughs> he's like because <laughs> they're right it is good it's, it's not best it's not better than it doesn't make me like one you know what <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> whatever man anyway i guess that was black clover i hope you enjoyed the movie talk uh, I suppose we should move on then. Undead Unluck. This is D- Undead Unluck Chapter 87, Round 2. Uh, last we left off, uh, Fuko just lost a game of tops to <laughs> to spring. Uh, but, you know, it's all cool because she made uh, Ishin stronger than when she started. You know, now she's now she can make unbreakable armor for anybody. Um Duh. And from here on out, now that she has the catharsis that Fuko has supplied her, her character can finally develop. Um, 
And so I guess it, uh, Spring starts to recognize uh, the name Ishin because it's the name of her family, essentially. So, And Spring is familiar with them. So he's like, Ishin, that name seems to jog my memory. That hair and that car. Oh, shit. <laughs> then he starts to like really like morph again because God just keeps interfering. Uh, it's It's actually kind of funny. Like God's like, no, no, no. You're going to do my evil thing. No, none of those funny games. No friendship here. No Nakama building here. Uh, so Spring is like, all right, back to business. It's time for round two. Uh, and he turns all of the negators into cards, it seems. Um, and uh, the next game in uh, the three-game battle that they're fighting here is 13-man Karuta game. Uh, and the rules... Are simple. Uh, there are um, there are thirteen player thirteen cards in all. Uh, each will have a uh, there's upper verse cards and lower verse cards. They each of these cards has like a part of a poem on it that represents one person's story. Uh, you have to correspond the upper verse with that uh billy reads is uh, tasked with reading with the lower card they both have to run to it and tap it first uh and the person who gets the majority of the cards because there's an odd number of cards the person who ends up with the majority seven cards uh wins the game uh and over the course of the game um basically because Fuko has the upper hand because she knows all the negators. She knows their story. So, you know, she's going to be able to blitz every card while Spring doesn't really know. So Spring is basically playing based on her reaction to things. Uh, so whenever Fuko goes directly for a card, Spring will just jump at that card and try to get there first. Um, obviously. Yeah, Andy tries to be like, yo, go for faints. If you do, then Spring will touch the wrong card. And uh, Billy's like, yes, if she's going to win, she's going. she'll need to employ those tactics. He says some grimy shit to, uh, to Undead at the beginning. Let me go right back there. He said, struggling your life away with no chance of winning. Is not what I call being strong. <laughs> he drops into what Andy said in the live chat. That like, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go and see Fuko become strong. Like let her show you what it like how she's become strong. And he's like, she lost round one. She's losing bad. Not well. I guess at that point the game didn't begin. But he he. So just going back to what he's saying now, it's like yeah, yeah. and not even. A, and not even a little impressed, yeah, Andy. Not at all, Andy. You smoke your crackhead. <laughs> you damage your brain a little too much. You yeah. never vibe the right way. Yeah. What are you, a Detroit Lions fan? <laughs> oh, wow. Shots fired. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> Bro, and then, and then that coach be like so fired up on the sideline that talking at a certain way after they lose and shit. And it's just like, bro, you just want to keep your job. I've never seen I like him. There was a moment. I know, and that's the point. I remember this press conference where he, he was he's like, making you like him because he's like showing his heart on his sleeve, and it's like you can't keep saying the same shit at the seventeen games. That's why coaches get fired in the NFL, unfortunately, because like guys just don't fucking listen. And you got if you don't catch fire with a team, and you ain't no like reputable coach, you losing your job. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, whatever tactic he's using, it's working. I like that guy. <laughs> I think he's cool. <laughs> I hope well, he sticks working, around. Working on you being a fan of him. Definitely not working for the Lions. Hey, you know, whatever works, man. At least he's keeping his job. You know, that's what. That's all that really needs to happen. <laughs> this uh, is new Jump City slash NFL. Yeah, this is NFL Jump City. Uh, NFL Jump City. Anyway, so Fugo doesn't change up her strategy. She just continuously goes after the card that she knows is correct uh, based on the upper verse. And Spring always gets there first every time until the point where Spring has six cards, whereas Fuko has zero. Goose egg. 
and a bunch of bruises. Yeah. And contusions. Yeah. Oh, and six. Like a particular Dude, football me. team, I know. <laughs> Dude, I was reading this. Is that spring six cards? I thought it was just going to be like one, maybe. Or yeah, like at least two one. Most. It said zero. And like, we're on the ground, half dead. Yeah, she's getting fucked up. Um, and Billy's like, damn, if he takes one more card, then he'll have the majority and she'll lose. Oh, word. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> All right, negative Nancy. Um, but, um, yeah, he basically, he asked Andy, he's like, why isn't she touching him? Uh, why is she following your advice? And Eddie says, in order to touch him. She's not making any feints. And she's purposefully getting going in to get smacked. But that's when she does it. She's been touching him ever so slightly. Foucault is risking her life to charge spring full of unluck. And Billy's like, whoa. Will her unluck work on a UMA? Has that ever worked? And Andy's just like, shut the fuck up and read the card. <laughs> yeah, she's Put him in his place. Said, bro. Dan, did you know what I said before? What'd you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Billy... He pauses before he reads this card. He says, for my life's savior and his impossible dream, I shall lend my voice. And um, uh, Foucault immediately recognizes this as Tella, uh, which is cool. I, it's an interesting I, way to like uh, incorporate the time that she's actually spent with Under. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. very, it's very smart uh, to right, have right. that whole arc and have that pay off later. Um, but yeah, she... Um, before she goes for the card, she looks over to Billy. She's like, Mr. Billy, an impossible dream means slaying God, right? And um, Billy says, Tella seems to think so. But if you're ruthless enough, you're in your ways. Nothing is possible. As long as you're a complete savage, you can accomplish anything. Um, but Foucault counters with, I don't know. I think uh, I think what you need is, isn't ruthlessness. It's love, you know, Uh because at the end of the day, uh, Spring once received someone's love, and he suffered and opposed God because of that. So, you know, it can that love can change people, which is pretty cool. Um, she says the same God that did nothing but impose abilities on us so far is trying to butt into a serious context. The contest we've gotten that much closer to him that he's like interfering with this game. Uh, so. You know, she gets close enough to the card and um, Spring is like, so that card there, is that the correct response? Tell me now, one luck. And she says, yep. Uh, she basically says it may be coming little by little, but we've got a chance. And, and while it may be an overly optimistic idea, I'm sure that this buildup of love as the clouds split open and strike Spring with lightning uh, two page spread, and he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, Fuko says, Well, we will one day reach God. And uh, Billy's like, Whoa, that worked on a UMA, not on a human, but a UMA. And um, Fuko basically says, Like, I want, I sorry, I couldn't control my unluck for Andy, but I could, it looks like I can control my unluck for you. Um, so it worked. And he says, so that's why I'm not letting you take any more cards as she has one of the cards in her hands. And now Foucault has one card. Uh, one. Well, she needs seven and like the majority still isn't there. You know, like un Spring doesn't have the majority. There's still like six cards left after this one. So she could just keep striking him with lightning. It looks like until she gets the cards. Damn, that's OP. I'm just because I was like, I'm glad you clarified that because I thought like, oh, she's she did all that I built up for this one attack to get this one card. I was gonna make, I was gonna have a whole rant about that, but I, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess she could keep using the lightning. Then GG, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> yeah, um... unless God is gonna give him a resistance to lightning. Yeah, which would be hella unfair. Well, maybe it doesn't specifically have to be lightning either. You know, it could be other different strokes of unluck. Um, it's interesting. I, well, she has like to keep how falling on him. Has from a out of orbit. Has a what? Like a space cow falling on him from out of orbit. <laughs> that would be pretty unlucky, uh, I would say. 
I wouldn't consider that good fortune. But um, that's where this chapter yeah, ends. If one of the cows in space fall out, then it would land. That would really hurt. Yeah. It would, pretty, it would cause a concussion for sure on spring if he gets hit in the head with that. Um, I did enjoy this chapter quite a bit, though. I, I like... Um, I mean, you know there are cows in space, right? I did not know that. Yeah, how do you think they make evaporated milk? Yeesh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you hijacking the show with your dad jokes? That <laughs> <laughs> was funny though, right? <laughs> it's not bad. I like it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. <laughs> I, I'm just mad at myself for falling for it. Was it was the setup for that. It was all the setup for evaporated milk. Yeah, I know. Hey, okay. <laughs> I know. I wasn't just like, how do you get to evaporated milk? Okay. <laughs> well, I enjoyed this chapter. <laughs> I really did. Um, I thought uh, the way this game played out was pretty smart. Uh, I'm enjoying the character development. This two-page spread is pretty cool. I like the shading used on um, on Foucault and Spring. Um, he really put his back into that two-page spread, I feel. Um, yeah, he um, yeah, he looks he looks like the lightning, Uma. Yeah, uh, I don't think they showed one, but if there was one, that's that's him now. Yeah, she's still got to touch. I I wonder if she still has to like touch him again in order for this to to continuously go with the unlock. Um, yeah, there's gonna be some type of conflict. Oh, I really first of all, her design looks so dope right now, and I like how the armor that was made from um from uh unbreakable carried over to help in this matchup she used it mm -hmm. to you know facilitate her getting those touches because otherwise she would have got beaten down and broken into a bloody pile yeah for sure what yeah. would have been she would have died <laughs> yeah yeah her design right now is really cool um i agree with that for sure so it showed she, that that loss wasn't in vain yeah so they're going to tie it up with this inevitably and then final game will be for all the marbles. Um but for now uh this was a this was a great chapter. I don't really have much else to say about it. Uh do you Really can't believe it. Billy's like, "Whoa. You did it by not being a dick? <laughs> you did it by like you're winning, you're going to win by like not being a total asshole 100% and betraying people?" Use love? <laughs> love? What's that? Um, but I don't know. That's all I got to say about Undead and Luck this week. It was a great chapter. Uh, do you have any more thoughts before we close it out? No. Well, that has been our show. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, short sewed today. Uh, yeah. We only, we only 45? Have, well, we just hit an hour. But uh, oh. not bad. <laughs> you know we only had four manga this week um nothing really to write home about but i'm uh, i'm glad we were able to get a manga monday on a tuesday episode out to you guys uh without uh you can follow me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram josh at jd cole underscore 37 and and at ny chillin on twitter uh brian at b.esp on both twitter and instagram follow him on uh twitch.tv slash it's punchline to watch him stream and uh, email us at newdrumcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about or comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we do every week. Uh, why don't you subscribe as well? Comment, share, like, all the things. Do, do, the, do the things. That would be very appreciated. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, rate us a five-star review on iTunes while you're at it. Why not? Why not? That would be very sweet of you. Uh, give us an endorphin rush. Give us that five star. Give us that like. <laughs> we need it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> one of those days. Uh, Soon. Yeah, one of them. One of them days. Uh, see you guys. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. <laughs> <laughs>